Thanks for tuning in, folks. Just a wee warning. Uh, this week's episode may have a few stressors in it for some of you folks listening and watching out there. If it does, um, press pause and you can come back to it. Welcome back, everybody, to episode or season two, episode five yeah. of the Support Together um, Fill Your Cup of Podcast. You're all very welcome here today. And on my right, we've got Mrs. Mary, Mrs. Una Mary Leonard. Hello. All wrong today. And on my left, we've got a very special guest. We've got Louise from Little Forget Me Nots Trust. You're very welcome, Louise. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me here. Are you a bit nervous? I am. Well, let's <laughs> just uh, right. we're get it out there. Pretend we're not nervous. You're all right. We'll have just you... go with the flow, Pat. Yeah. Yeah. We have the couple of first podcast here. I have done a podcast, but it's been online before. So this is my very first in person. So, yeah. Oh, sitting in yeah. the microphone. Well, we've so, had the tea. We've had the scones. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And we're, we're good to go. We're good. We're good. You've travelled the whole way down from Lurgan this morning. Yes, I have. You're very welcome here today in Oma. Thanks. I know. It was it was a grand day. It's a lovely day. It's so lovely. Nice to drive down. So Louise, I suppose I want to get a wee bit of background and find out what brought you here today to support I know I sent you a message and said, Would you be interested in being <laughs> a guest? Love planting seeds. But what um what's the what's your connection with support together? Yeah. So I'm thinking that the relevance of us being together was that we have an amazing staff member within the Little Forget Me Nots Trust called Catherine. She's actually from Oma. Yeah. And um, over the last last year, she kept mentioning you girls and what you are doing and how amazing. And I started following you on Facebook and I just seen it was this really lovely buzz around you. And I was like, oh, they're, they're such a lovely, lovely crowd. So I think Catherine initially reached out to yeah. us to mm-hmm, say, did, come, yeah. come down mm-hmm. and um, check us out so we could start signposting if we had anybody coming from Oma. Um, and we had done some of our Just Be cafes down there and we had such a demand. So it was like a natural progression of linked support yeah. and handover and collaboration. I think I think that's what all charities yeah. are aiming for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this year we had the opportunity to get more closer and deliver support more closer to people in the community and so we're launching our Just Be Cafes within Oma so mm-hmm. we came to you girls and seen your place and we were like this is our way home down here home yeah. from home and it was just amazing as soon as we walked in it was just so warm and I had said to you the other day on the phone and it was just I just felt like you girls are on the same boat as yeah. us mm-hmm. um, and we all know motherhood parenthood is strange and wonderful mm-hmm. and we don't know where this boat's going but yeah. it's going somewhere yeah. and you need to have the right people yeah and a few of them like jackets on to yeah yeah and then if you're a woman on a mission and you're mm-hmm. trying to bring the support and showcase the support you need to have other people yeah. that are singing Hopefully. the same tune as you mm-hmm. so when we went down I was like definitely oh my goodness these and yourself Carrie like you and Gemma were just really homely and you know yourself if somebody's following you on Instagram or on Facebook and they're trusting you with support mm-hmm. 
I know I'm not going to be there. If I can't spread myself across everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I know if they meet you, I know my mummy's going to be safe or my dad's going to be safe or whoever's coming in. I know they're going to be met yeah, yeah. with somebody that's nice, that's meeting them where they are. And they're going to signpost, there's wee Catherine or there's our new girl, Nicolette. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what I just felt. Oh, thank goodness. There's somebody else that can help me do yeah. this mission kind of thing. So, yes. In a nutshell, we're coming and we're bringing our Just Be Cafe to support together mm-hmm. next month from starting next month. Yeah, so yeah. once a month for the rest of the year. Yes. And yes. it's really exciting. And it's just given us a chance to get closer to our people yeah. that need in-person support. So we are trying to build it online. But then we all know the value of community oh, support. Just mm-hmm. having that person Social to shop. Yeah. Connection is yeah. just so the value nice. of yeah, face to face and connection. Yeah. Um do you want to tell me a wee bit more about the Little Forget Me Nots Trust? What is your charity? Okay. So my charity supports brave parents after they have said goodbye to a child. Uh, it's unfortunate that I am one of them parents that has said goodbye to a child and um I it was well, it was eight years ago now and my world just took a complete turn and I went into the lowest of the low and I met grief for the very first time I was saying to ladies it was the very first time that I had that feeling mm-hmm. because I know like my friends and my, my dad had said goodbye to his mum when he was 16 he knew what that feeling felt yeah. like mm-hmm. I didn't know what that mm-hmm. I, I had people that I knew died but I didn't know I didn't love them if that does that yeah. make yeah. sense it hurt, yeah, it's, I, a different, it's a yeah. different hurt yeah but this was somebody I said goodbye to that I actually created yeah which then is mm-hmm. a different feeling in my opinion that you have just lost something so precious that who can prepare mm-hmm. you for that and if, especially when it was so on like I didn't know that it was happening so it was just completely like it just knocked me off my feet mm-hmm. so as I obviously try went on this journey of discovering who I was as a brave parent there was I was connecting with people that were asking me how it happened mm-hmm. instead of showing me or support me okay and and that's what I had said to you girls that don't ask me how it happened. I'm traumatized yeah. because I kept re- repeating how what happened. Okay, yes. And uh-huh. and I I find it very hard to even put it into words now because I just go back to who I was, a shell, a dark place. I'm just like, oh my goodness, it happened. And I don't want to focus on that. What I want to focus on, what I wanted to focus on, it was connecting with people who could help me be who I was before, even a, yeah. a, even a fraction of who I was yeah. before. Yes. So I tried my best to seek support, and um, I went to the doctors and things, and I was being suggested things that I just wasn't comfortable with, and and then I kind of figured out how to do it on my own. I had to kind of take it into my own hands, mm-hmm. and um, thankfully I come from a background of cultural event planning I'm into heritage kind of crafts and things like this so I unbeknown to me the years of experience linking with people and traditional skilled crafters I was able to like hear their story and they were doing it because they needed to do it because Mm -hmm. their life wasn't all glamorous and pretty and things Mm -hmm. so they had to go and go out to the shed and make a chair because they had to free their head because 
they they were on a journey of their own. Yeah. So they went and used woodworking skills. Then I talked to potters who did it because they had to do it. They couldn't do anything else because it helped their head. Mm-hmm. And then I said, Frigate, I need to figure this out. I'm going to try a craft and hopefully help my own head. So I fell completely in love with embroidery. And, and you never done embroidery never, before? Never, never, ever. And that and is a skill, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you fell in so love with embroidery? And instead of, like, we all, <laughs> sorry, we all love procrastinating. Like, yeah. that's the thing that we do. But today's world, we go on our phone and we procrastinate yeah. and then we numb our head and we'll probably come out worse after that. Mm-hmm. I Instead of going to my phone, I went to fabric and threads and embroidery hoops and it was, it was, intense that how much I got involved with it but yeah. it helped I zoned you out oh my goodness but whenever you were zoned out you were able were you able to process through yeah, thoughts yeah. and feelings then instead and of so if somebody said something to me that could have if I didn't add that to my to my life I would have then sat at night and went oh my goodness why did they say that did, did I answer them properly you know the thoughts were there yeah. that I didn't really I, I wouldn't have had before because grief was now a part of me. Yeah. And I didn't have the tools to figure out what, when people talk or if I did something wrong, what was wrong. But, you know, I just didn't know how to do life anymore. Yeah. yeah. Even mother, because I thankfully had a daughter um before I said goodbye to my son. um She was my saving grace. And then obviously the peer pressure with mummy, other, and oh, they're, you're, oh, that mummy's doing this that way and things like that. You know, I was just so hard on myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I got with a piece of fabric and some thread and then procrastinated and did a wee doodle, oh my goodness, I can't even explain how beneficial it was for me right there. And I become obsessed. Like it was, it was not a once a night or once a week. It was like every single, I came into my wee, my wee like bag of stuff and my, my husband looked at me like, what the hell? <laughs> Here she goes again. But honestly, it yeah. helped. It just did help. Hopefully. And I then I started sharing that online and then everybody started asking me for fabric and start coming, then start coming over to my work. I turned one of my art houses into a workshop. It just escalated. Yeah. I took it seriously. And there is something about being tactile, you know. Using your hands, yeah. It's supposed to distracting yourself, yeah. maybe. Like you think as a baby. Yeah. A lot of people have soothers, you mm-hmm. know, and it could be the label of yeah. the back of it, or it could be the silky thing of a, a blanket. Yeah. And that is a soother. And you found something that soothed you and allowed you to be with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. You talked about it rather than sometimes thinking, oh, I said something wrong. I should have said it that way. You were sitting with that and allowing yourself to. No, I actually no, no, I did the best I could today in that conversation I yeah, had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rather than you going into catastrophizing mode yeah. and straight away being hard on self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can. There's a girl that we work with. She's our counselor, and she says she is. When you see her knitting, you know she's at her most happiest. Yeah. 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 I would find knitting. I couldn't knitting crocheting. Oh, it's amazing to be able to do. Good thing you, I could do. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what she's and she knows and for the reason why because she can sit and think yeah I know and it does it helped process when I was actually um how it then linked on to the little forget me nots trust Mm -hmm. why I'm here (laughs) so every time I sat down to do a project I had a wee notebook like yours and I used to write down stories of where I want this if somebody messaged me on Instagram saying whatever their story is 
so mummy messaged me she had a loss or blah 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 then she picked up this and it it was like this the journal of the discovery of the little forget me nostrils so I already like started Amazing. my research well I don't know why I, I don't know why I did that I don't I just had that was clue. supposed to be empty in your head I just yeah. as we always say and we and we said it last week about the the power of paper and writing stuff down and journaling mm-hmm. because you're that was another way of you coping because you were getting stuff out of your head. It was yeah. taking the power away. It was brilliant. Yeah. That's really, really amazing. Yeah. I don't know. And I naturally did it. I yeah. naturally figured it out. And it, I just, I, I just, I just did it. So the more that I obviously lent into it and shared my story, then honestly, people came around asking for threads and needles and fabric and embroidery hoops. And my husband was like, Louise, you need to figure this out because mm-hmm. you're not. You're, this is going to be go the, the other way if you don't. You're going to be out of business. You're going to be. You're not going to be able to afford to live. <laughs> no, I'm be burnt out. Yeah. yeah. So as I explained on the way up here, and I came to a really big crossroads. Am I going to lean into this, or am I not going to lean into yeah. this? So and I went and I sat for a complete month and used my wee storybook of and not fed into an amazing funding application. Um, and it also gave me, well, that was before, that was probably a year down the line when I really said, I'm actually going to apply for charity status to say, can I figure this out and help mm-hmm. mummies gain mm-hmm. a bit of stability with um, giving them the tools. Instead of saying, here, we're here and we can fix your problems. We're saying, no, here, we're here to help you, give you the tool to talk through what's mm-hmm. happening in your head. Yeah. So that's where our little our, our just be cafes come in. They're going to be in Oma, mm-hmm. and it's a chance for mummies to come in and literally just be. Our first one, it's going to be using our own skills, my own skills, and I'm going to be using embroidery. I'm going to be teaching how to embroider for an hour or two, and then I'll leave, and then everybody else can then just be. There's then there's at the end. It's over a couple of hours, and then at the end you can tap in whenever you want. It's not a you don't have to stay there whole time. You mm-hmm. can come just for the wee bit, learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. But then you can, you don't even have to come for that. There's a section of it when at the very end we're going to just kind of focus on how to relax because we all know when you're in a wee bit of a zone of what is going on today mm-hmm. because I haven't done anything or mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't completed this week mm-hmm. properly. Give you tools how to not be so hard on yourself. So our new staff member buzzing for it to get that Nicolette. Oh my goodness! It was this. It's just like and like another wee shining light we're adding into mm-hmm. our wee community of people. It's all coming together for you. I'm just very very interested in the little forget me nots. How did you sit down? Because when you're talking, I'm kind of walking the journey that I did. Me and my sister did at the very beginning. Yeah, we've come together because. I, we did support together and you're doing a little forget-me-nots because there was something wasn't going on out in the community. Mm-hmm. There was a need. Big need. And you you needed something to help meet, meet your need at that time, which you found wasn't there. Might have been something similar, but it wasn't the way that you felt it was the right place where you could have been held. The same as ourselves. Um, and like support together, when we came up with the support together name, you know, it's important to get the name right at the beginning. So little forget me nots. Something I've always wanted to ask you the ways. Where did the title, yeah. the name for the, the charity come from? Well, day one of trying to figure out what I was going to call this. And I I didn't want to be personal to me because, yes, I've created it. Mm-hmm. But I know one day in years down the line, 
I'm only going to be a wee name somewhere. I can see the bigger picture. I, I know probably people are thinking, where is she at <clears throat> living in the clouds? But I can really see that this is going to be a big organisation. And it's not going to be about who I am and what my story is. It's going to be about everybody's little forget-me-not. Mm-hmm. And the reason why you're coming into this, you're, you're help, or we're helping you, is because of what you've been through, your trauma. And that's going to always be there. We're never going to forget it. It's mm. not going to be, it's a part of us now. Mm-hmm. So, but we're trying to give you the tools, like we had said earlier, to grow around it, to take mm-hmm. it with you, but not forget about it. Yeah. We don't know who wants to forget. Yeah. So we, it did take a while to kind of figure it out. Um. So we're hoping, hoping that the, the name translates into just, knowing that you're always going to remember your little one and it, and it isn't you're not going to forget you're not going to forget does it make it a wee bit easier am yeah. I right in thinking that it's like a we're you're as you grow you're going to grow around the grief yeah. and you're going to you're going to be changing and I suppose as you go through the process and the thinking and what the what the mummies and and the partners do with you whenever they're um going through their pro- thought process and stuff it's letting them, um, I suppose, accept it a bit more and be with it. Mm-hmm. Um, make it not as uh, as hard. You're going to carry it with you for the rest of your life. It's going to be, and it's going to be a little forget me not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. There's, I think, the more that we're understanding the benefits of our support, people are really seeing that their trauma has came in. And now it's a part of them mm-hmm. and it is a little forget me not, mm-hmm. but it's the work that you have to do with the new you. Yeah, the new version. That, you know, that's now, you're going to be wearing that as a badge or whatever. I always say it's like, it's now, it's, it's a part of your baggage and whatever way that you dick it up. <laughs> you want to, I always say, you'll, you're, we have to figure out how to put a bow on it. Yeah. Because it's going to be there. But yeah, it's definitely, it's a, well, Hopefully one day we can grow into lovely, be nice. Like I'm looking at your wee tops and all, and I'm like, oh, I can see all of that happening. Yeah. But we need to get our support really solid, and this is what I think it's just stepping stones into. And then hopefully we can develop into lovely wearing things in different ways, and you know, showing it and you know, yeah. being a part of this community, but not like labeling it. Mm-hmm. You know, having like a nice delicate wee remembrance kind of thing so oh I love the sound of that this is Fill Your Cuppa the Support Together podcast and we couldn't bring our podcast to you today without the support of Moody Activewear Moody Activewear brings you creates high quality functional activewear that you feel good doing the things you love they don't just support your ass they support your head as well as they provide and donate 100% of their profits to support women's mental health, such as Support Together. Visit moodyactiveware.co.uk Death is absolutely mm. scary biscuits. It's, it um, is. And, you know, and people don't know what to say to someone when they have lost a loved one or said goodbye to a loved one, especially a child. I know. Um, and and within your criteria, such the ways, um, what age or what, what does that look like? So if we have somebody out there is really keen and finding a bit of hope, mm-hmm. finding their tribe, find somewhere where they feel they could belong to help them, um, 
suppose navigate the grief that the mm-hmm. grief that they're going through and the hurt. What age? What stage? What what does that look like? Well, for me, I I don't think we've mentioned this before. Well, I'm also a funeral director, so yeah. I mm-hmm. come We're in to ask more about that later. Well, I unfortunately have met parents in all stages of loss um, of a child, and that parent that's sitting in front of me has the exact same expression on their face, regardless what age of a loss. So for for me to manage this, I kind of had to go right. Well, that wee mummy who lost a baby in pregnancy and are a couple of months after pregnancy, they're they're the exact same. They they've they are processing. It's hard to speak and organize. They they're in a daze. Likewise, if it's in young a younger child like three four, mm-hmm. and I and then again, the very last or before we actually launched the little forget me not trust, I met a wee mummy who was saying goodbye to a twelve year old. And I think that's what, if and if there is whoever's leading me in mm-hmm. some way, I went. I think that's the the cap that I have to go. So, it is anyone that who has been impacted through the loss of a child mm-hmm. from up to up to the age of twelve years old. Now anybody's grief is everybody's grief is different. Mm-hmm. I nobody can grieve the exact same. I if you say that you're grand after it that's your that's you mm-hmm. yeah but the next person might have been completely devastated and yeah. we can't we don't know um we're, who knows what has traumatized that person mm-hmm. for me I know professionally I went my head I couldn't work I my my brain wouldn't work that meant that that impacted me being a mummy a wife a daughter looking to the future that impacted me so much that I had to stop physically stop for a while mm-hmm. so when people go to me what's your age what's your criteria I'm like if you feel if you have a child that you've said goodbye to under the age of 12 you're welcome here mm-hmm. and, and that's and that's it because it honestly I'm looking at mummies and they they just don't know what how they don't know where to be they're comparing themselves to others like oh my loss isn't as bad as that I'm like mm-hmm. your loss is impacting you how it impacts you and I hope to be able to give you the tools yeah. that you are able to do your life again and th- through our Dispy cafes it's amazing that you will find the, the wee mums and dads that have just have just started talking because they know that they're for a reason mm-hmm. of they've said goodbye to a child it's not uh let's let's get to know the the situation Again, I'm sensitive to people asking me what happened. Mm-hmm. I try not to start things like that. Yeah. You're there because you're a brave parent. Mm-hmm. So you go, right, let's meet ourselves. We're in the same level here. And it's been amazing to see then that then leading on out with it with outside of our support. So we've had dads then made up for coffees. We've had mums made up for coffees after it. And I get really emotional when yeah. I hear that. Because I'm like, they get it. They're getting connections. Yeah. And I suppose it's like a, a, for us and our mummies, and the, our mummies feel like they've found their tribe. Their village. Their, yeah. their village. Mm-hmm. And like, um, it's, there's, there's something on Facebook. Oh, it's like whenever somebody says um, that they too have felt that, you're like, you too? Oh my God. Because you think you're the only person. Mm-hmm. But to have that connection with somebody. And my loss 
is different from your loss, but we both have had a loss. So we both have that connection and just we don't need to sit and, and talk about it. But to, to know that actually if I'm having a bad day or if I'm, if I'm, having a, if I'm getting a wee bit teary, she understands it and she doesn't think, yeah. what's she crying about today yeah. or what's somewhere? She understands it. And that's that's the connection and that's yeah. amazing. Like it's yeah. love. We know the value of it with support together. Just like our gatherings, when mummies come to our gatherings, you know, the ways they, they don't talk about the illness. Mm-mm. You know, anybody who comes to the gathering as a member, they all know they're, they're living yeah. with postnatal mm-hmm. yeah. depression or anxiety due to, you know, the birth of their baby. Yeah. Um. And they don't have to sit and talk about the illness. That's a separate yeah. time. It's permission to gather with others. Yeah. That connection. Yeah. That being a social connector and being and feeling safe and cocooned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and that's where exactly you even saying when you came into our place, you had a vision. Yeah. And when you walked in, you were going, That this is what this, this is what you safe would like. And yeah. Safe. This, yeah, yeah. That and you can share your wee moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so when somebody is thinking, you know, when you are coming to Oma, and that's is it the second um, Tuesday second in March? Second Tuesday, yeah. I yes. think it's the 12th I of think, March. Yeah, I think we have a very important yeah. day well, that day. that's what, no, that's what Catherine has told us. Catherine's your woman. She'll yeah. do all the booking. Yeah, right yeah. On. Catherine had put it down, but we'll put it all up on our socials and so yeah. will yourself. Yes, it's the second Tuesday in March, 12th of March, very important day that day, folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it my is, birthday. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're back there. <laughs> Um, but it is you're saying it's from three to seven yes but when they come in from three o'clock if people are coming in and it's an oma community house it's on floor one you cannot miss us Mm -hmm. because there's a garden the whole way around (laughs) the door (laughs) our door um but they will come in at three o'clock and it'll be yourself and and nicolette Nicolette. i do know if catherine's coming up that day we'll have to have that wee discussion but nicolette is our new um just be cafe girl that Mm -hmm. she's going to be there she's so calm so she just listens and just understands she's such, such a lovely just she's fitting in so well um so we she'll be there alongside myself I'll be there to meet everybody and show them, show everybody how to embroider because mm-hmm. that's what helped me. I thought that this is quite fitting. Yeah, that we, start we, off, yeah. yeah. And um, so if you if you haven't done it before, that's okay. It's not we're not going to be making masterpieces. We're just going to trial it out. Just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'll have a wee kit if you didn't finish it. If you've been having the crack and you, you want to go home and finish <laughs> it, so it's just. Just a nice wee intro to embroidery. Then we'll have a wee bit of talking and seeing how. Just get catching up, really, yeah. because I know there's some mummies from Oma that we have connected through different other just we cafes from last year, and they've so, traveled quite mm, far. Some of these, I know. Homes. So one of them, I was telling you the other yeah. day, one of our first events that we had was in Shaw's Bridge, and um, there was about I think there was about I think it was about twelve or thirteen families there, and I was trying to get around all of them, and then I met this one. And she was like from Oma, and I was like, and you travel. Like, you know, that was the first initial moment that I was like, this isn't just my wee place in Lurgan anymore. Yeah, it's not your wee bubble, it's this bigger. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just shows you the need. Uh-huh. And then we did our um, our Baby Loss Awareness Month candle making workshops. Mm-hmm. And that was sold out. Like, it, it's incredible that people are understanding what we do mm-hmm. because there is different support and amazing charities out there that do yeah. support brave parents. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just tackling it from a different point of view 
my point of view that wasn't the, probably the normal way back when I needed the support and that's yeah. probably why I didn't connect with a lot of the yeah, charities of course because yeah. it wasn't mm-hmm. it didn't I couldn't see how they could have helped me yeah whereas now I'm giving somebody to distract their I'm not saying let's talk I'm saying let's learn mm-hmm. and the conversation comes out naturally yeah so you know it's it's different yeah point of view I'm hoping I'm explain it properly no you <laughs> are it's amazing you're, yeah you're coming in and i think that's important that there's there's different resources for different people mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. we're not all the same but crafts and art mm-hmm. is something that the human will draw mm-hmm. to oh yes um and we're so lucky it's all around us uh-huh. in a sense of nature for example something as simple as that but even to sit down and paint crochet knit even doodle yeah because we would often let mums doodle and often just doodle as you're chatting. And yeah. often that allows them to have that conversation. Relaxes them, yeah. Rather than thinking they're coming in to talk to us. It's all serious. It's scary. Like, mm-hmm. we're coming in for nearly an interview. No, no, no. Let's be with you. Yeah. Let's just sit here and see where the conversation goes. Yeah. So how we got to know you, Louise, was we had um a wonderful, and she's now on our committee, Amy. Yeah. Amy um had uh, two miscarriages. And um, went through a real tough time, her and her husband, Benny, because it affects mm-hmm. the dad-to-be mm-hmm. as well. And um, we had a conversation with Amy, and a really honest conversation. I was saying to Amy, do you know, Amy, when time comes that you will be holding a baby in your hand, you know, the anxiety and the worry doesn't go away after the baby yeah. comes. You know, because you are worried and you're anxious yeah. going through the stages of, mis- you know, because you've had a miscarriage. And... um. And Amy had made a big realisation to Amy that, you know, I never would have thought of that, that I could be very prone to postnatal depression or postnatal anxiety. And she says, like, there was the big aha moment for her that she didn't see the bigger picture before because you were always waiting on, you know, I'm I'm so many weeks now and so many weeks and you're hoping, but there is a bigger picture there. So Amy wanted to do a bit of fundraising for us. Um, because she'd realised that there was a massive awareness that needed to be mm-hmm. out there in the community, and her fundraising was amazing. I mean, she inspired us, and I know she got a lot of other people thinking of loss, mm-hmm. um, and how they're even feeling now, maybe holding the baby in their arms, and that they are anxious, a bit like Gemma IVF, which yeah. she went through, and that the anxiety it doesn't go away. No, so Amy, we were trying to do a bit of research and. Amy raised money and we wanted to see about um, how we could provide something within our community regarding miscarriage. So I suppose that's where it would got to yourselves. You, I know speaking to you and you goes, that's law. Somebody has held a baby. Somebody has been with baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can be from what? What is that? Because you, you spoke a wee bit about that there. But from mis- somebody has a miscarriage. On up to the age of 12, lost a child mm. through miscarriage or up to the age of 12. Mm-hmm. Just think that's an important factor that to people, get in because well, we have so many mummies from all. She, I, I've never met so mummy, so many mummies that are on my wavelength before. And I can remember there was one wee mummy that I mean, I was really having a pivotal moment. She had eight miscarriages. And still hadn't actually. And she came to me and she said, Louise, I'm a mummy, but I'm not allowed to be a mummy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't have any children. Mm-hmm. Are you able to support me? And she was, Louise, I have been really, really impacted so, so much. 
by this. So how, what, why, why am I different mm -hmm. to a mummy that has that that has just has had an, an uh, more of an infant loss? And I was like, well, I'm just saying this. Are you feeling the grief of losing a child? Mm -hmm. If you are, then you're so welcome here, mm -hmm. because the same the next person mightn't. The mightn't the mightn't impact them as much as as her. So I I kind of go to myself like I'm not going to turn away somebody that feels like they are a parent and they can. And I know there is two wee mummies at the minute that they they say goodbye shortly after they delivered their baby, and they don't have any other children, and they're hearing other all uh, some of other mummies saying that oh. My other one, I'm going for a walk for, you know, to get me out of the house with Axe Child or whatever, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're trying, they're, they're, they have other children. Now there's these actual other wee mummies that are still mummies, mm -hmm. but they don't, they, they, they're not allowed to go to your keep fit classes, you know, like they're bumps and, being, yeah. and you know, there's so much around that, that I'm like, oh, it needs. There's so much that I think I need to start raising awareness yeah. from yeah. on people trying to bring it into the, the world. And hopefully this is one of the conversations yeah. that might start mm -hmm. planting the seed for somebody's head and different people's perspectives. But I think we come from Northern Ireland that people are just like, let's just not talk about it because, you know, she's not talking about it and not there's, that's okay. But I know I continue to talk about it because it's still a part of me mm. and he's still a part of me and I always said this to some the any, anybody I see the little forget me nest trust for me personally as another one of my kids mm -hmm. yeah, that I that. still mm -hmm. bring up but in a different way yeah and that's what I think people need to then start going to themselves that they feel like they need this they need support what am I going to do to raise I don't know what it could be anything, but how am I going to raise it as if because if it is a fact to me, if the grief is a fact to me and they don't have any other children here, then how can I flip that in my head to try to make sense of it so I can then continue to do life? Yeah. Is that making sense? To oh, totally. 100%. You even think of them two mums that you've talked about it's stillborn mm -hmm. um, and they feel where do they where do they fit? In? Where do they fit? Mm -hmm. You're in no man's land. Yeah. But you've had a loss mm -hmm. and yeah. then you've had another loss with uh -huh. that is uh -huh. where your identity. Yeah. You know, because you've already prepared in your head yeah. baby's name, what mm -hmm. the baby's going even the school, yeah. you know, we tend to run ahead of ourselves. Uh -huh. Um and stuff and that and that's why I thought it was a great point. I wanted to bring it back to that because um it's important that loss is loss and yeah. what loss means to somebody. Yep. Um and that is something that a lot of people with Amy's awareness um, within the within our community, and and we had Ada, one of the, the ladies yes. that we work closely with. Um, she's a midwife and running her own wee business. She held I went like, that was yeah. from yeah. Amy's, and like that was a full attendance. Yeah, I know, and it's it's scary that people. I think it's it just comes down to people needing to back away a wee bit from other people's feelings what they feel it's like I I know a couple of conversations I've had over the past couple of days is people being like oh their their loss is worse than my loss it's not a competition it isn't no. it's how have how you're different to me you're different to me mm -hmm. how something as impacts you and you is going to be different to me mm -hmm. 
how does has that made you feel? Mm-hmm. You're going to be so welcome regardless of whatever situation that you're bringing to us. Mm-hmm. But we don't need to know. We, you know, and the other mummies don't need to know. All you need to know is we're going to try and give you the tools to help figure it out for you. And again, not starting with the who, who, what's, where's, why. The whole once upon a time My story. Name is yeah. and I have had. You're here. You're here. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel it. I and love you that. feel it. You know that we're, we, we've been on the same boat as you. Yeah. And this is how I helped. It helped me. I helped myself. So. And that is, that's a wonderful way of um, looking at it and, and bringing it to a whole new audience of people that have sat there often and didn't know mm-hmm. where do I belong how can and how can I heal through this yeah um and you're providing them a space or an environment um and a group as such the trust that you you little forget me not for them to help them validate right. and normalize I'm not saying it's but how they're feeling is yeah. is raw of course it's mm-hmm. going to be raw yeah that feeling belongs to them Nobody yeah. else can tell you how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. No, nobody. So that's why I think it's so. And I believe in the, in in Oma. Um, you know, especially we'll get a lot of people have come in and, and their loss could be through miscarriage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, knowing that we are creating a haven within the within Oma. Yeah. As well, and we are very passionate about partnership working and networking. Um, and I think we can work very well together. Um, and we create a, a space for for, parents, for, yeah. for the parents to come in um, and we will do a bit more on promoting that and, and how did people did they just land that yeah, day so we're aiming because Our before it was like or... a it was like a booking system but we're going to see we're going to just kind of just like all like open door kind of day to see how we can manage it to begin mm-hmm. and if it does then need a wee bit more structure or whatever yeah but because before we only had certain amount of places and then people missed out mm-hmm. we just want to see where we are with yeah. open door policy kind of thing yeah. and then we'll just figure it out as we go and we'll have the people there in place to do it so yeah. so yes it's a it's another work in progress because before it was structured it was really structured but then that meant that then the people that didn't book on couldn't come so I were just kind of going the complete opposite. I wouldn't trust the process of this one. Yeah. Boys, would we know how to talk? This episode was so good. Join us next week for part two. This is Fill Your Cuppa, the Support Together podcast. Brought to you by me, I'm the host, Mrs. O, Kira Gowan, and my co-hosts, Una Leonard and Gemma Cassidy. Today we are supported by Moody Activewear and produced by 9874 Creative.